stole my Schwinn. Of my heart. From the writer of Who's Afraid of the On-Campus Housing Announcement and other podcasts that aren't quite as good, Slugcast Theater presents... Day. Starring Jimmy Tompkins as the cocka young student who thought he knew it all. <laughs> I know exactly what to do on move-in day. You just show up with your stuff, right? And Detective Walt Wilbur as the man who would show him just how wrong he was. Listen, kid, you can't handle the truth. The Porter Kresge Dining Hall will open on September 20th for in-person dining, and there's nothing you can do about it. move-in day. The day that so many of us prospective and continuing students have been looking forward to for, well, in some cases, an unspeakably long time. It sure is exciting, but as more and more information is released leading up to its official start date on September 16th, it's important to start planning early. Now, I'm just your common and garden know-nothing slug caster, so today I've got an expert with me who'll help me hash out all of the little details. Thank you for having me, Kyle. Really excited to be here. This is Guadalupe Peña, the Assistant Director of Operations and Staff Development at CHES, or Colleges, Housing, and Educational Services. She's working to coordinate move-in and move-out for the 9,300 students living on campus this fall. Now, before we get ahead of ourselves, let's cut this episode into three manageable pieces so it's all nice and organized. In the meantime, let's turn the radio back on. Act 1. The Night Before Move-In Day. No clients, as usual. Just another day in the life of down-and-out detective Walt Wilbur. Come in! Detective, I know what you know. Tell me all the secrets of move-in day. Move-in day? Why, that case has been closed for years. You're darn right. And I'm going to be the one to solve it, or my name isn't Jimmy Tompkins. So where do I go and when, old man? It's not quite that simple. Are you vaccinated? No, not yet. Why, is that required? Do you even know where you'll be parking based on your college? Or which days are designated for Frost, Junior Transfers, and even continuing students? No, I don't know any of this. Close the door, son. You need to listen to me very closely, Jimmy. Move-in day is a high-stakes operation. If we're going to do this, you need to be checking your email every day and not just scanning them, actually reading them, as well as reaching out to the correct people if you need help. You got it? Hey, look, I got it. I'm not the dunce you think I am, detective. Well... We're about to find out if that's true. I've got a lead that I've been sitting on for years. You're unproven, but somehow I got a good feeling about you. Do you want to check it out with me, son? 
Count me in, sir. Okay, before anything, I will say that a lot of the specifics regarding move-in day are not quite set in stone yet. As of the production of this episode, almost all on-campus students are still waiting for their housing assignments, which will inform them of where they're living and who their roommates are, and, as a result, what their move-in day will look like. We do have some info, though, and I'm going to cover that first. Then, I'll take you into what isn't decided yet and what you should be looking for in the days and weeks to come. Alright, first things first. What day should I arrive? If that's your question, Guadalupe's got an answer. In previous year, the move-in schedule was based by a college, not so much by your status or your year. So for example, Thursday would be move-in for college 9 and 10. This year, it's actually not by your college, it's exactly by your size. So all fresh students will be moving in Thursday and Friday, transfers on Saturday, and continuing students are able to move in starting Sunday up until Wednesday if they choose to. So to be absolutely clear, Frosch get the 16th and the 17th, junior transfers get the 18th, and continuing students get the 19th to the 22nd. Now, let's say you're a continuing student and your parents can't get Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday off of work for whatever reason. Could you move in on, say, Friday, even though that day is relegated to Frosch? The answer is, unfortunately not. This next bit, it comes directly from Guadalupe. Students need to stick to the move-in schedule, dates and hours. No accommodations will be made. If a student has questions or concerns, please contact the housing office. Now, a quick and jarring transition into move-in days policies around COVID-19. If you're unaware of what the university is requiring of its students this fall, I want to direct you to studenthealthcenter.ucsc.edu, which is a website where you can get a detailed outline of what to do and how to do it before coming on campus this fall. If you go on that website, you'll see a big yellow tab that reads COVID-19 students. Click that and then read on from there. In regards to move-in day, Guadalupe did cite two important requirements, however. Information is coming in the next few weeks, so you'll be able to do it shortly. Um, but one of the things that we need students to really know in advance is to make sure that they upload their vaccination information, vaccine cards to the Health eMessenger by Friday, September 9th. That is something that is crucial and is needed in order for you to check in to move in. It will make this check-in process a bit more complicated if we do not have that information. So whether you've done your vaccination, we just need you to tell us where you're at and your status with that. This shouldn't come as a surprise to you, but in case it does, open up your inbox and read Chancellor Cynthia Larive's recent email entitled, Now is the time to provide vaccination info, get vaccinated if you've been waiting. There's a link in there that you can use to sign on to Health eMessenger. This next bit also takes place in Health eMessenger, and likewise, you have to have the documentation for it on hand as you're moving in. Um, what you will have to have when you arrive is also making sure that you and your guests complete the COVID-19 symptom screening survey um, in order for us to check you in. So that would be the beginning of the process for you. And it's important that you have that and you make a screenshot of it because sometimes our Wi-Fi on campus can be a bit tricky. So making sure that you have that not only for yourself, but for your guests. Each guest is extremely important. And finally, a third very important requirement. All students, vaccinated and unvaccinated, must provide proof of a negative COVID-19 test 72 hours prior to move-in, meaning you'll need a hard copy of your test result on hand to go through with check-in. If you happen to test positive, you can only come to campus once you've been cleared by a physician. Okay, 
That's all the stuff we do know. Now we step a bit more into the unknown. Guadalupe informed me that students are hopefully scheduled to receive their housing assignments the week this episode airs, so all I can say to that is keep checking your email daily and reach out to your housing office if anything seems off. Just to put things into perspective, I received a housing offer literally two hours before writing this part of the script, and yes, it was the 24-hour expiration kind. So check your email. Please check your email. Read your emails, check your emails, read your UCSC emails, and read them carefully. All the information of what to expect, what you need, where do you check in, where to go is all going to be in that email. It's going to be a bit lengthy, but again, important information that you and your guests should know. If you want to start deciding what you are and aren't taking to college with you, there's some things you can cover right now and some things you can't. Everything packing related that the university has to tell you is on housing.ucsc.edu slash what to bring. It specifies different items for whether you've got an apartment style dorm or a room in the residence hall. Keep it bookmarked for when you find out what housing option you've been assigned to and then pack accordingly. Above all else, heed this advice from Guadalupe. Do not overpack. Our <laughs> students tend to overpack when they come to move in. Just bring the essentials. Um, it's really important that you, once you receive your assignment, that you connect with your roommate or roommates to coordinate what they're bringing because it's really important that our you know, we're connecting with one another and you're not bringing duplicates of supplies or equipment. Um, again, I'm, I'm guilty of it. When I moved in my first year, I overpacked thinking I needed everything, coats, jackets, snow boots. And in reality, I realized half of that stuff I didn't use. So really, pack, you know, be intentional. Do not overpack. Bring what is needed. That just about covers it for everything pre-move-in day. Now, let's check in with Jimmy and the detective as we segue into move-in day itself. Act 2. Repent, sinners, for it is move-in day. It's useless. Jimmy. Jimmy, calm the heck down. Is this it? Is this what? Is this all that's available on move-in day, detective? We don't know what my housing assignment is. I can't even start packing. Is this all your lead had to give? Jimmy, you seem to think that you're entitled to know the whole story right off the bat. The housing office is doing everything in their power to get us intel. Don't you know anything? Don't talk down to me. Be honest with me, Jimmy Tompkins. Have you even checked the What to Bring page yet? Have you even glanced at it? Screw you, detective. Jimmy! We're working on this together! You go rogue on this, you're gonna get yourself killed, Jimmy! 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 We've made it to move-in day itself. You've nailed down your planned day of arrival, but do you need to arrive at a specific time? Business hours for move-in are from 8 in the morning to 4 in the afternoon, so you should definitely aim for that range. But as far as specific time slots, you'll be asked to sign up for one of those soon. Whenever you're arriving, chances are you'd love to have an impression of what your move-in day will look like. What comes first? What comes second? 
Guadalupe to the rescue. Um, two things that are very important that we I can share with y'all is that we will be using two locations to stage. Um, we'll be using lots Art Lot 126 and East Remote. Based on that location, Art Lots 126, it would be for the college at Porter, Kresge, Oaks, Rachel Carson, Redwood Grove, Campus Park, and the Village. For East Remote, we will have Cowell, Stevenson, Crown Merrill, College 9, College 10, and UTC. So this is where you will be going when you check in. That is the location. There will be signage, there will be maps, there will be everything provided for you. From there, our team will welcome you. Our team will ask for those requirements, those documents, and then we will provide you with a welcome kit, which will include some COVID-19 PPE supplies, as well as some UCSC swag. And we will direct you to your college where you will be directed and welcomed by another staff or volunteer, help you kind of direct you where you need to go, what building help you, um, directing your parents to unload and get everything going. And if you have any questions, concerns, they will be there to be able to answer anything that arises. Keep this in mind as you're planning. In order to be as COVID safe as possible, the university has put a restriction in place that doesn't allow more than two people to accompany each student to move in. So bring your parents, that's all cool, but leave your siblings at home. Guadalupe also emphasized to me just how crazy parking in and around the university tends to get during the move-in period. Plan to have a good amount of buffer time in case there's traffic on the 17 or while going up the hill. And on the off chance that there's a student listening to this who's already living in Santa Cruz, maybe don't take your car with you to the university over that weekend. It's just going to be a cluster bomb. As far as packing and unpacking goes, the university is also recommending that if you buy microwaves or mini fridges or any bulky items that come with packaging, please take that stuff out of the cardboard, plastic, whatever, before bringing it to UC Santa Cruz. It'll help the campus reduce the amount of waste they have to contend with, and they would be extremely grateful for that. Boom. Actual move-in day, done. Or maybe it's done. If there's anything in here that I didn't cover, stick with me a little while longer. I'll be going over who you can contact in a second. For now, intermission at the Slugcast Theater is coming to an end. The lights in the lobby are flashing. Let's get back to our seats. Act 3. The sun sets on move-in day. Jimmy, you idiot. Where are you? Jimmy! God dang it, kid, you're gonna get yourself... Jimmy! Jimmy! Hey, detective. I'm not doing so good, am I? What happened? God, there's blood everywhere. I... I heard the gunshots, and I... I was stupid. Blundered right into a trap. I... Uh, I wasn't... I... I didn't... Jimmy, I... I don't understand. Who did this to you? I... I didn't check... I... You didn't check what? I didn't check my email, detective. I missed valuable information. Oh. Jimmy, I... If only I had listened to you. If only I had checked my email. I would have gone into move-in day well-informed. But now, I'm headed into the university traffic jam. In... Paradise. 
I'm sorry, kid. I'm sorry. There are just a few days between the end of the move-in period and the start of the fall quarter. And if you're wondering what you're going to eat in those intervening days, the Porter Kresge Dining Hall opens on September 20th, so you'll only have to cover yourself until then. You'll most likely get more information on that when you arrive, as in when you check in. Does the university have anything planned for its new students during that intervening period? Our college program offices are still working hard on planning Welcome Week activities and events. Um, they are preparing... Um, for student engagement to occur in person um, following the current campus COVID safety guidelines. So some will be virtual, some will be hybrid. Um, there will also be mandatory um, events for a few of our folks, depending on what your status is, whether you're a frosh, continuing student, returning student. So um, we're looking at a few events that that are student leadership organization involvement from like local state Santa Cruz tours, UCC nature reserve hikes, movie screens, speed friending, um, live DJing events, and a lot more. And riddle me this, Guadalupe, how will we find out about those when the time comes? We, again, things are still being fleshed out and details are going to come soon, but we advise that you check your emails, um, connect with your college programs offices. Instagram accounts is another big one that will be providing updates, participation guidelines, and more information that will be shared in September. If you have any additional questions about anything in this episode, you can reach out to one of two places. If it's a question regarding move-in, like how will check-in work, or I need clarification about something on the move-in site, or my parents were wondering XYZ, email csladmin at ucsc.edu. If it's a question that's specifically about your college, go with your housing office. If you're not entirely sure which realm it falls into, no worries. CSL admin can direct you to the right place if you email them. Finally, if Jimmy's story didn't stress this enough, please continue at checking your email daily and scanning the website now and then for new information. The only way any of this is going to go smoothly is if we're all on our toes for potential changes and we're all updated on what the university is telling us. That's it for me. Let's wrap up our story. We rejoin Detective Walt Wilbur as he sits alone in his office. And... That's it. The story's done. Now I just have to find the perfect title. I survived move-in day. No, that doesn't work. The souls that move-in day hath reaped. No, too overdramatic. Repent, sinners, for it is move-in day. Now that's the stupidest one yet. I suppose this is for the tabloids, though. Maybe they'll eat it up. Now, who could that be at this hour? Wilbur Private Eye. Oh, Mr. Rowley. Why, is, yes, uh, hello, I'm, I'm just wrapping up the story. I'll have it off to your mailbox by tomorrow. Yes, I'm just trying to decide on a title. Who knew that'd be the hardest part? <laughs> what? So, 
so you're not, you're, you're not interested in this story anymore? Mr. Rowley, this is going to blow up. The public needs to know the dangers of being uninformed about move-in day. It, it killed a man. It killed my, my friend. I understand that you understand, sir, but you're not listening. Sir, you have to publish this story, all right? Fine, I'll go to the Times. What do you mean they won't take it either? Doesn't anyone care? Blast! <sighs> Wilbur Private Eye, who is this? Miss... Daniel, I don't believe we've met before. What's your business? Your coordinating move-in day? Why, I've been following that case for years, miss. I... So you know about Jimmy Tompkins. Yes, it was a most unfortunate death. I've been trying to publicize his story, you see, but no one seems interested. You, you say you're trying to do the same thing? And you're working with a Mr. Kyle Keller? That's most intriguing, Miss I... Yes, of course I'd be willing to help you, Miss Pena. There's just one thing that you could clear up. What on earth is a slug cast? for listening. A special and massive thanks goes out to Guadalupe Peña for taking time out of her busy schedule to give this episode life. Speaking of which, this episode was created by Kyle Keller for the Division of Student Affairs and Success, which you can follow on Instagram at ucsc.dsas. The music in the non-radio drama parts of this episode were in order. Minty Fresh by Louis Zong, Dog Detective by Louis Zong, Baguette Bop by Louis Zong, and Horn Dog Shuffle by Louis Zong, featuring the Barking Dogs. All of Louis' music can be found on louiszong.bandcamp.com. The rest of the music in this episode was sourced from Wikimedia Commons. Again. Undiscreet birthday. You